walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Sunday, January 16th, 2022. This is episode 39 with Terra Movie Night. I'm your host, Finn. You can find all these episodes over on terraspaces.org. Joining me from Terra Movie Night, we have Gina. How you doing, Gina? I'm Terra Movie Club. We, we like night too. Oh, I must have saw that somewhere on, on Twitter or something for the, the, the movie night that you're doing. My mistake. Terra Movie Club. <laughs> nice to meet you. Good to have you. And we also have Ken. How you doing, Ken? Hi, Julia. <laughs> Thank you for inviting us. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Good to have you. So terramovieclub.com, that's the website. Check it out. And you guys are doing something a little different. We've seen a lot of uh, play to earn. We've seen a little bit uh, of learn to earn with what Dan Cedro is doing with the dance classes. But you're doing something called watch to earn. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. It's basically based on like where we came from, our team, and then what we are business because um the Ken here is from uh he's from blockchain slash content industry so he's been working on blockchain for ages and then he also have a huge network in the content industry like a um, webtoon film film festival and all that and then from that he kind of you know we kind of begin to envision like what it's going to be like because the creative this industry people watch but when they really like it they don't just watch they create stuff like related to it like a fan art and all this kind of fan fiction so from there is that like there should be some kind of so there should be a opportunity there's just lots of stuff being created and there should be opportunities to earn also like a in, introduce commercial element to it so that's kind of what shun is the idea behind it yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Because with with the the internet and social media becoming a big thing in the two thousands, people did go from watching things and then waiting till they got to work the next day to really talk about it and stuff. And then yeah. when when we all got online, you know, we were able to to discuss things basically as it happened. And then once cord cutting became a thing, and people weren't tied down to a specific time zone and and like a premiere uh, in a way i mean obviously they still do that but not as much anymore where you can hop on netflix and watch a whole season of something that just came out whenever you like it's kind of given way to being able to do these fun little watch parties and stuff and i've been seeing it happen a lot in discord where people will just kind of form around a a different movie or a tv series and then they'll just have channels where they're watching it together and Anyone can just hop in and, and start watching and stuff. And I, I think it's really cool. That you guys are bringing that to Web3. Yes, exactly. Like with the smartphone, for example, like there's lots of new opportunities being you know unlocked. But there's something that's always been this gap between like people watch something and then create something like a, especially like fan art. We have lots of um, uh, case like that because like, people, for example, like fan creates like a fan fiction, lots of really cool images, but they can really use it. The agency can use it. All that kind of just like a gap, really unused stuff. We thought that there should be opportunity in that, and there should be like a new whole ecosystem around that. That's kind of what we're about. Nice. What sort of are there like licensing issues or anything like that you guys have run into, or are you only watching things that that uh, have like a, a freeware sort of license to it, or how does that all work? 
with the watch party, we have, it's basically like OTT, something that it's a Chrome extension that you can add to it. So you can watch it legally with Netflix and Disney Plus and then YouTube and that kind of stuff. So that's, yeah, that's, I mean, if someone has a original content, like uh, of, we are having a watch party with Cosmic Perspective later. So someone with like a original content, that's really, that's just no problem. That's really cool also. So original content, just uh, Netflix, Disney Plus, all that kind of stuff. Nice, with nice. Watch party. I like the the whole uh, idea of cosmic perspective and documenting the the birth of this mission to Mars that is happening. Like they're in such a cool spot, they move there to like actually be able to watch that stuff. And some of their footage in in the VR version of it is just unreal. It, it puts you there, really. Like it's really neat. Yeah, they are awesome. I've been watching their YouTube, and I heard your interview with them. The Mary, <laughs> she's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That was really cool. I mean, someone like her, someone like them. I mean, I know that they from Patreon also. Like, there's like amazing content creator. Like, YouTube just exploding with them. But there's it doesn't make. I mean, they should have a bigger playing field. To people like them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if it to not get the word out about what they're doing, like how many people have that sort of access? Like most people just see it on on TV or whatever, but like they're there. It's literally their backyard and they're out there like every day with cameras and stuff. It's so great. It's amazing. Like, I mean, even YouTube, I mean, there are a lot. I mean, of course, it's YouTube, but then there's like some of the content, the quality of it is just mind blowing. And then the fact that they are just, just, you know, on the whim of YouTube. They're just kind of locked in there and then there's a creativity and what the content they can create just there. And then if technology can solve, you know, solve stuff and then create new opportunity, it should be um, create, um, you know, creative industry, content industry. There's definitely lots of things to be solved. Oh, yeah, it's super early, too. And like just to see how much has already come to fruition in, in the few months and, and that it's been around, it's amazing to watch. Yes, I mean, it is pretty exciting. Like, what can happen? And with YouTube, the you know, it hasn't been that long, and then now people like them exist. So, what with Raptor and then you know, blockchain technology, what can happen? That I think that's super exciting. I'm, I think I'm the most excited for the time once we get to a point where we can get rid of usernames and passwords and just tie everything to our wallets and, and using that sort of technology to authenticate who we are and stuff. Because I, I think like as soon as we can get rid of usernames and passwords, I think the better just because it, it's such a kind of depreciated way of doing it. You know, when the Internet was first created, they weren't trying to make it secure. No one was like, hey, I'm going to do my banking on here one day you know like that wasn't even a thought they were just trying to send a message and now like we've built all of this stuff on top of it and i feel like we are finally getting close to a point with this web3 tech that we can get rid of that sort of uh, username password stuff and really use our wallets that that we have and that sort of in encryption to verify who we are i think once we get there it's gonna just explode even more yeah, I mean, just imagine like, you know, just people just building stuff on top of like a, you know, Jenga type of situation. And then like we can kind of build it with and then not just build it with like a small group of people just thinking that this this is what's going to happen. But all the input from the community, that's going to be, I mean, pretty exciting time. Yeah. Tell me about the NFTs. You guys had a launch previous on uh, Random Earth. Uh, with the little popcorn guys, the OK Nims, I think they're called. 
we call them oak name because um oak is uh there's it's kind of based in Korea though but so the oak name what I the the thing I like best about our team is the backstory is the what I you know got me into the team also the oak name is from a oak name is a corn from a rural cornfield and with the dream of becoming a gourmet popcorn in city you know like it's very ambitious popcorn but not even pop it hasn't popped yet that's that's the premise so it went to the city and to become a popcorn but then the COVID hit this you know theater it's it's set in real life so and then it couldn't become a popcorn so it's looking for a new opportunity like what's my destiny what's destiny what's my greatest gave and that's the premise the backstory of our opening nft that's our first mint and those are still available if you want to pick one up on the secondary marketplace over there on random earth i believe yeah. very cool and what sort of uh what does that allow holders access to like why would uh if if like let's say if i wanted to go buy one like what's what's the benefit of holding one besides having like a cool oak, oak name uh, character yeah, I mean, uh, at the moment with the um, watch party solution, we have a watch party uh, like the the one I mentioned, the OTT solution that is developed by our team. And then on that, you can have a special feature like you can you can everyone can know that you are an name holder. And then we are adding like a more utility features. You can also get more points within the Discord for certain activities. And there's going to be more what kind of activity activity and then what's those points going to allow. We have in mind to introduce token um this year and then with that the points and then the opening verification the status going to also affect the the new utility and then the um, access to it. Okay, cool. So you're like building a foundation for something even further down the line. That's really cool. Uh tell me more about the tokens or is that still too early to really uh, get into? It's a bit. I mean, we always had in mind, and then we've been talking to community about it. I mean, they ask us like we have the um, um, uh, holders tea party every two weeks, and then they ask us, and then we we tell them what we have in mind, what's our long term projection, and all that stuff. Um, with the token, we want it within this year, but then before that, we want to have a um, rather definite usage. Like we just don't want to. Um, we just don't want to introduce it before we know how it's going to be or how much it can be used, like the circulation within it. We have to have the usage name, not nailed down, but um, known to us. We can build around that. So that's why the utility features are in being introduced and all that stuff. And then we are kind of talking to community about what would you like, and then what can be the what can be the you know most beneficial. So. Yeah, have in mind, not quite specific, but we want to have the principle first, basically. Always good. I mean, it, if if there's no no necessary, you know, no need uh, right away for a token, it's I feel I always at least feel that it's better to develop the platform and foundation first. That way, when you do get ready to launch your token, it slides right into place and, and works with everything that's been created instead of people just trying to say that they want a token and then like force use cases on it that they don't necessarily need, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, it's good to have have like a, a, a thing in mind that you're already going to use it for not just being like, oh, we're going to make a token and you'll buy it and we'll tell you what it does later. 
Yeah, that would be kind of, I mean, it's like you want to have a sustainable economy like within the community. And then if yeah. you want to expand further, you have to have a build first. Like you have to have your base first, like without circulation, where is it going? Like that's not really sustainable at all. And we want to have that, you know, that built in. That's awesome. How did the, the team get together? It, I, I looked on the page and there's like six or seven of you, I think, on, on the, the page, eight of you. Uh, were you all from uh, blockchain ecosystems before that? We hear a lot of people come over from like ETH or WAX or, or whatever. Uh, where did you guys get your start? Um, Ken here is from, um, Ken, is it Hasid? Uh, so he's in, uh, he was working on blockchain for, some is, and then before that, he was also a serial entrepreneur. And then we kind of, so main members, like the developers are from blockchain, and then the other people are kind of content industry, like um, and then the, even the country, some of them um, lived in China for a bit, Hong Kong and all that. Um, some of them from England. And then also before that, um, we also worked with like a film festival or industry like working with. So we did like Busan International Film Festival with related to NFT technology and then just some other kind of premiere. Yeah, so one of our advisors are also, he's, um, I think like, a, what you would call it, selected member, like a selecting films for film festival. Oh yeah, like so a curator. Have, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's I like to remember. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the overall vibe at the film festivals like uh, in regards to NFT technology? Like, are are they pretty accepting of it, or is it kind of like the black sheep of the of the family, and they they don't really care for it too much? I think they are getting into it really. Like, I mean, I remember I tried to go to the Busan International Festival like 2020, and then it was kind of it wasn't NFT then, and then we had to have an app. And then it was it was really it was really not good, and then after that they were thinking of it, and then other kind of smaller festivals. They're basic um with just NFT image NFT that definitely started to do it. We can we see way more of them. Like uh, yeah, there's every month we see some kind of TV show or film just releasing NFT based on their you know content, and then with the ticket, I think that's probably going to be around quite soonish. Everything is fast in Korea or Asia. But I think it's, I mean, I also seen like, um, you know, America, they're thinking about it or something like that. What? It definitely seems like that's a perfect fit for what the technology does. I know people like to kind of talk about like what it can do in the future, but like right now, I mean, that's basically what it is. Like it's a ticket, it's a proof, a receipt, a certificate of authenticity, whatever you'd like to call it. And with the the movie industry, the way it is, it seems like it would be a really good fit. Uh, granted, I, I fully understand how the older industries and technologies are kind of slow to embrace the newer stuff just because they, they don't want it to like put them out of work. Or, or whatever they're thinking but it does seem like nfts are kind of a perfect fit like you go see a movie you mint an nft of the poster or whatever it is and then there's your ticket you know yeah like i mean like if you don't change fast like let's what you know what's happening with the netflix and then the disney plus like you'll basically have a cable on the internet again like all this division like there are so many and then like it's <laughs> like you had the centralization i mean you had a you know the studio system and now you have a similar type of studio system they just call it differently so i think with this what we have this new technologies that might be just a better fit for whole yeah the the nature of the content industry itself 
Otherwise, you're going to have a studio system just reiterating itself like every some decade. Yeah, the whole the cord cutting thing happened really fast, too, it seemed like. I remember we were talking about it on uh, old Android shows in, in like the late later uh, 2000s. And nobody was really like they, there was a lot of pushback from all of the, the networks and stuff. They didn't want to offer things uh, a la carte, basically. And then, you know, Netflix was always there just kind of slowly, you know, taking market share. And then. It just seemed like overnight almost. I'm sure just hindsight is is fast making the the time faster, but it does feel like it happened overnight that like all of these other to go sort of uh, apps opened up uh, for their individual networks, and now like that's basically that's like the norm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's maybe because there are lots of money in it. Like once the oh, ball yeah. gets rolling, and the people think that oh this is it, and then there's everyone is there, and it can be done really quickly. The, the the you know the skill or whatever the capability is there, but it's just the inertia. Like when should because there are lots of money. If you don't do it, then it doesn't happen. Yeah, because people are downloading them either way. I remember back in that time, torrents were like the hot thing, and and people were like, "Well, that's fine. I would pay for it if they offered it, but since they don't, screw it. I'm gonna just go download it and have it right here." And and then I, I feel like they, it it was a lot of that, and then probably uh, like the internal rumblings of of the technology getting their attention and they were like all right we have to do something because people are are already doing it basically so we better if we don't we're gonna lose money more money than we're losing yeah it's a bit tired i mean i i i'm not saying that i I used it but i'm allegedly (laughs) i started to visit the pirate bay for no reason but recently again because there's so many of those there's so many of it's just another you know cable basically just to find, and also, oh, also with the country, like for example, Netflix, the available contents are so different. So like, that's kind of because like you have to, you know, follow the, um, there's so different laws within each country and then like, oh, which you license to this country and not that country. It is a bit just kind of archaic, it feels like. Yeah, that's a lot of, a lot of nonsense to have to navigate. Yeah. I feel like just to get people to watch your thing, you know, that's like, why are we even jumping these hoops? Just let everybody yeah. watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, why is there a, a, why do I have to go to a website to see what that yeah. and then why do I, yeah, and then why do I possibly get a VPN? Uh, we want something exactly because you know there's ways around it people are going to figure it out it's just a matter of time and how easy it is to to make happen you know I thought too, like it, it's only a matter of time. I feel like before some of these large movie uh, studios start embracing this DeFi stuff because it it takes a while to make a movie. And so I feel like if you could use that time, whether it be a year, six months, two years, whatever, and use something like an anchor or a nexus, some sort of farming, you put your budget into there while you're making the film, you're making money on those yields. And then I I don't know, I just, I've been trying to think about like how to kind of like formulate that in a way that that would be acceptable for them because it seems like a no-brainer like anything that takes time you can utilize that time to gain yield and and it 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 just whether that lowers the overall price for the consumers or gives everybody else bigger bonuses i mean that's totally up to them i just feel like that technology would be really well suited for it yes exactly and also like a smaller content creator 
like they have a, I mean, lots of people watch it. I mean, what I mean by sm smaller in YouTube, there are millions of subscribers. This some of the content creator have, yeah. and then yeah, and then like I, some of them probably would like to pay even a bit, and then that would have a way they can make you know living kind of living out of creating content, not just kind of you know donate to i mean donation is good but then you want to have something sustainable and then they deserve it everyone deserves it yeah using the angel model basically and just putting that into a fund and then offering endowments to the different creators it's really exciting just all of the different ways this technology can be used to kind of re-empower the the smaller users and, and projects yeah and then even like a content creation itself like um Oh, and then that's why the part of the reason we are releasing um, this like, kind of really cute cartoon called like Lunatune. And then this time we are just getting this, uh, we, uh, we launched the uh, season one, but then for season two, we're going to get a submission for the story. Like just, it just has to be one sentence about like your NFT moment or crypto moment. Like, like uh, for example, like our, our team told me recently, like her mom finally realized what she's, what's her daughter actually um, working, like uh, what's the field is. Oh, nice. And then she asked, she asked her daughter, like, can you sell my drawing? Like I had this drawing, can you sell this? <laughs> like, yeah, like that kind of moment, like if you have that, then, then we, that based on the story, our artist creates it and then the people can, um, uh, so, uh, and then we're going to select it but for season after like a later season we want to get the story from the community draw art from the um from the submission from the community or something like that and then like a community selects it community shares a uh, profit the content industry has so much yeah that could unlock things we feel like like we just kind of assume that this is how things are done yeah, it's it's all it's habits, it's tradition. Like that's the only way they've been done. So to get outside of that is it's almost scary in a way because you don't know if it's going to work. And meanwhile, you do have this old archaic way, but it does work. You know, as, as broken as it might be, it, it does still kind of work. So I, I understand they're uh, not wanting to jump head first in, but that's why we're all early adopters. You know. Yeah, I mean there are lots of weirdly like I think artists. Part of the reason that artists are quite um, common, I, I, just, we see quite a lot of artists in the in the field, not just because of the NFT and then there was so much unlocked potential there, but also because they are also kind of early adopters, that they kind of want to be involved in the new stuff and then use it for their creative juice flowing and all that. Like, um, for some reason, we have like a, a big uh, Thai community also, and then lots of them are artists. So I think there's something about that just the um mindset about just tra trying new stuff and then find what sticks and then just running with it yeah further evolving it making it better and, and yeah seeing where it goes and then offering it to to everybody else because i've always feel like the more eyes and different perspectives you can get on it like the further you can develop it we kind of tend to get ourselves stuck in in what we're doing and we only have our own perspective to to approach it from so when you can get that work in front of way more eyeballs like you the the possibilities just you know they're exponential at that point Every Everyone has their own different perspective and it's things you may never have even thought of and never would have thought of. And it's, that's, I think we're like the, the most game changing moments in development happen is once you get your thing to a point where you're, you're kind of stuck and then get it out in front of somebody else and, and they'll, they'll continue the path. 
so cool. Like one of the things that like, our community is kind of um, mixed in a way that because we have the watch party solution itself, like kind of existed before NFT and then now have NFT features and all that. But then, so there's a community that just uses the watch party solution like almost daily. And then when they kind of um, got introduced to NFT, they become really interesting kind of, that's why the community is so interesting. Like some of them people wasn't really interested in it or even had a weird kind of, you know, um, reluctance to it. But then once get into it, kind of understand it and then just they're quite become passionate and then enthusiastic and then bring different perspectives. That's why, you know, more eyeballs better. Yeah. There's this, I'm looking at the Lunatune season one episode one of insomnia here that animation is great it's just such a groggy looking popcorn kernel <laughs> trying to get out of bed oh this is so cool yeah i love the, the artist is amazing and then we are just collecting stories i mean the season one is just us spitballing we just say that oh this happened to us and then i know this person and all that and then season two that's why we are so expecting like so excited about people giving us stories like i mean we got I I read some of the stuff and it was super super cool. Like some of the um, some people were saying that they can't really look at anything without thinking that it's what what kind of NFT is going to be. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that. <laughs> I mean, like oh, you feel so like good. you are, you yeah you feel like you are you feel like you are a lunatic. Like w w why am I like this? And then you realize that it's all over. Like everyone feels this way. I mean, within lunatics, that's why. I mean, Terra's um, ecosystem is so it's kind of so expanding but close-knit and that's why it's so cool the people talking about this kind of stuff yeah and super welcoming like I, i've been yeah. in a lot of different blockchain communities and more times than not everyone just kind of seems out for themselves they're just trying to like get their bag exit and move on to the next one and here it's so different because everyone wants everyone to grow because they understand that the stronger the overall community is the better off the whole ecosystem will be and you definitely you don't see that much in finance and definitely not in in crypto very often I think that's maybe because like we know that this is kind of this is a stable ecosystem that's have a you know long life you know long road ahead because if not you're just going to treat it as something that you're just going to buy and throw away it's basically like a tourist or just you know just investor but just kind of really just want to get a quick exit but Terra not really people want here and then you know people are here to stay here and then just kind of thrive from this I think that's why people are kind of nice and close-knit and all that. I think it's really wonderful to be in it. Yeah, it's more sustainability-focused, and they're in it for longevity, not just like a quick pump and dump, it seems like. And I feel like having big cornerstones like Angel Protocol, Anchor Protocol, that the ecosystem is built on really goes a long way to kind of further that, because that's that's what the system's all about, you know, the sustainability, whether it's for nonprofits to do their work or for artists or, or whoever. Yeah, I mean, the diversity and then like just... Just, it's so exciting. Like we will keep saying like to our community, like we have to onboard ourselves because the ecosystem is like developing very fast and they're like becoming really diverse and then lots of like new apps and stuff, the apps and stuff. And then we have to onboard ourselves first to, you know, get ahead and then just kind of keep up and then be better also. 
Yeah. And and that makes us better on borders. I, I do a lot of work with like building super simple, basic guides for the, uh, I guess they call themselves boomers <laughs> for that generation because they're on Twitter every day talking to other boomers that are just learning about this stuff. And the more of these tools we can equip them with that they can just be like, here, go read this. And here, here's a little reference material. And, and I feel like it makes their job so much easier. Then the people will have a little bit of a foundation when they want to come and ask questions rather than just asking the same questions. You can point them to this and and give them some research to go do. I know everyone likes saying, do your own research, but no one ever gives you research to do, you know, and it can be scary out there. If you just Google something, you don't know if you're getting the right website or something that was maliciously constructed to fool people, you know, like that stuff is out there and it's super prevalent in crypto. So I, I think the strong we can be as a community with these onboarders and, and new people and not just be like snobs and say, oh, just do your own research. It's fine. Like we need to interact yeah. with them and, and grow that because they're they're the ones that are coming in and bringing new funds. Otherwise, we're just we're just shuffling our own money around, you know, at yeah, a certain exactly. point. <laughs> or it's just kind of, yeah, it would be just weird, just kind of group of people just looking at each other. But, yeah, we all just launch yeah. tokens and then just rug each other at, at a certain yeah. point. Like, we have to yeah. have new blood in. <laughs> I mean, that's incestuous. That's not just close. And we are close there, but not incestuous. Not that close. <laughs> I would love, yeah. um, every time I, I look at this animation, all I can picture is, like, me waking up in an animation and the interns being like, there's another CFI space, go record it. And me just being all groggy, like stumbling to the computer to like press the record button. These animations are great. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, like, yeah, I guess I would totally agree about this just kind of, yeah, helping people on board and then just on board, it makes it easy also. Like that's, we also, like, with the Runetum, we also have like a, we are creating like tutorials, kind of really easy and then, to make it, it kind of started as a just for within community, like mostly for within community, because we have a people want to be on board, you know, want to on board or make it easier for them. Just because we have this, it's narrated by Oakland, it's a really cute voice. So, you know, great, um, uploaded some on YouTube and then look at this. And then this is how, this is your starting point. And then after that, we'll help you and all that stuff. You just need a starting point and then right direction, or which is kind of not right, but easier direction or I don't know, better direction to do your research. You can you can do your research, but like you said, there should be some kind of a jumping board or you know, starting point. Yeah, Otherwise, it yeah. is a bit difficult. There's, or it there's can a, be daunting. There's like a couple, I mean, there's there's several different kinds of people, but when it comes to that, I feel like there are two kinds. The the one kind that is able to just take a blank piece of paper and develop. And then there's another kind that will stare at that blank piece of paper until you put something on it because they have no, they yeah. just get like that instant writer's block. And so the more that yeah. we can develop those jumping off points for people to, to grow and develop, the better off it is uh, you won't have that stuck moment because there's already something there to take and run with yeah i mean like yeah like you said better you know more eyeballs better eyeballs yep, exactly and, yeah more, yeah that's why i always say more eyeballs better eyeballs it's just about, like a, you know make the community richer like i said that's why it's so cool about terra like when we do watch party like uh, we do a bunch of we recently we did like a mega collab watch party with gravidaro and then like luna bears Terra Dragon and all that people, you know, all that, you know, communities. And then we were just chatting. It was 
I think the thing is that I haven't been going out house for ages. And I was chatting and then like some person, someone was from Greece, someone was from Sweden, someone was from Japan and someone was from like you know, Indonesia. And then it was just, it just reminded me of like an ICQ. It was just, I was just chatting to these random people and then we, we liked the similar stuff. It was just kind of really cool. Like I haven't been traveling for ages. That, that's, that was the, I think one of the best, repl- you know, substitute. Yeah, that's, that's huge right now with people being in lockdown and not being able. Yeah. I mean, some of us were recluse anyway, so we're used to it. But others, man, like they need their social interaction. And I, I feel like Discord has been a huge piece of that with being able to have voice and video chats and kind of making it really easy to use as far as just getting people set up and, and like, hey, do you want to come in and have a sesh with us? Like we're hanging out in here chilling and then you can share screen and like it just makes it super easy for people to get a at least a little bit of that social interaction back that that so many of us are missing. Yeah, and especially like in Tara, when there when things are so exciting, also like you can meet a bunch of people. I mean, I'm talking to you, and then we can just yeah, everyone's here, and then like we have a shared kind of things that we are looking at, we we're excited about. That's yeah, I mean that brings people together, and then that makes things happen also. Tell yeah. me about the launch coming up. You guys have a mint coming up. Uh, where is that going to be? Are you, are you going with Random Earth again, or did you pick a different spot to mint? Um, we were not quite sure. I mean, it's not. It's going to be in a bit. It's going to be this year, but we are kind of um, thinking about it. We did hear a Terra Dragon. We, we talk to them quite often, and then they are sticking to Random Earth. But we also know that there are lots of quite interesting platforms that we can talk to. I mean, we are... The collaboration or collaborative watch party we are doing today, it's uh, with the one planet um, and then the cosmic um, perspective. I mean, there are lots of new platforms that are quite engaged and involved and then, yeah. So we are also open to that. So It's good to see people come in and kind of rattle the cages a little bit. I feel like Random Earth and Nowhere have gotten a little kind of lax in, in being the first mover advantage and having people not really have another choice unless you want to go to Talus and, and kind of do things a little more manually until they get their mm-hmm. stuff sorted out. But then Luart and One Planet comes in and they're doing contests, they're doing AMAs, they're having spaces and actually like taking the time to interact. I see a lot of people in a lot of servers just be like, Hey, I've, I've tried to reach out to these other mints and like, nobody's gotten back to me and it's been like weeks and like, I have a project that I need to launch. And like, I I see that repeated over and over again. And I, I have yet to see that with one planet or Luart, like they're so responsive, which is very refreshing to see. And it seems to have reinvigorated the NFT season here in Terra, at least. Yeah, it's very like um, innovative also, like what they do is not only that's cool, but they're kind of, you know, nice onboarding procedure and everyone's you know like you said very responsive i like that like our you know terrorist system kind of not um, maturing is probably too early to say but it's getting better it's not just like the first movers and then they're just kind of all just expansion 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 they are the quality is really getting better it's just kind of service also yeah I mean, we're, we, we were just talking to one uh, one planet with this um watch party and then they are super fast and i'm yeah really happy to work with them yeah, I think it's what we needed. I, I, I feel like the, the NFT season kind of hit a low spot there for a while. And, and I get why. I mean, people only have so much money to throw at this stuff. And then 
you get just that stale feeling happening when when nobody's really interacting and you have projects trying to launch that nobody's heard of because nobody's taking the time to talk to them or or help them out and, and spread the word and and yeah now now Luart with their Hellcats launch was huge One Planet with this whole finalist thing was huge like I think it's exactly what we needed when we needed it for sure. Yeah, just even the context. I mean, you TerraSpace. I I know I listen to your podcast all the time. This this um ecosystem is so interesting. Like there are lots of, not just within ecosystem, but there's so many different like a different um field just growing. Like the quality is so good. Uh, this the new service, like and this new DeFi app, all the kind of stuff. And then yeah, some of the stuff. I think there's more. The the thing is that the ease of the new things popping up. And then like the ease of checking it out is also quite good. So just pretty exciting. I haven't been this whole the hit I don't know, the age of this ecosystem hasn't it's not that old. But already we are looking at different reiteration of stuff, like a service and pretty exciting it's cool how how well it works it almost I, i've said this before in other episodes that like we forget how early we are because some of this stuff works so well like I, yeah, it yeah. takes me like 10 minutes every morning i get up i go claim all of my farm rewards put them back into staking and then move on with my day and like the interfaces via the phone or desktop like they work so good mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to realize that like yo this is like the first year of a lot of these protocols it, it's insane. Yeah, it's so fast. <laughs> I think I just, uh, I just, it's just like a, yours, the, um, what you just said also for Luna Tunes, because like you just woke up, you sound like a farmer. You woke up, yeah. you woke up, you kill your field. Go feed my cows. <laughs> you check your crops. Yeah, repeat it. That sounds like a, I can, I can see it. It's very, very clear. It ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ken, is there anything you want to mention? And definitely uh, you can speak in whatever language you're most comfortable with. Absolutely. Uh, But yeah, definitely uh, hop in if there's anything you wanted to mention about the project and and your role in the project. Uh, I think Gina answered all of them well, but uh, I hope to add one more. Uh, we, we want to make good experience of a watch. So we hope to create a world where everyone can live while having fun. So that is why our slogan is a watch to own. So yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> I, I hope to one more. Uh, very cool, yeah, that's, very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be watch party itself. We are also adding more utilities to it. And then like, probably the um holders who probably enjoy more, but then Watch party, we're also adding more functionality. We're creating contents. And then, of course, we're talking to the community all the time. So, that's really yeah. cool. I, I'm curious, and I'd, if uh, if you don't know, definitely, that's fine. Um, but how how is that compression done? It seems like a lot of bandwidth to be able to make that function really well because you're dealing with video and stuff, which is a lot larger, obviously, than just like streaming some audio or whatever. Uh, and I notice when we do little things in Discord, mm-hmm. once we get a certain amount of people in there, and I don't know if it's because Discord picks a server that is central to everybody. And so the more people in there, the harder it is for it to find a server that works well. But we start just getting like crazy easy bad lag and stuff and and i i imagine having to program something like this that is piping in a mm-hmm. video signal and then also having everybody else in the room on video uh, is is yeah. a pretty interesting technological feat 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were pretty proud of that. I mean, not just yeah, compression, but then like with like a different service, like um, Netflix or Disney Plus. They use different. There's something that's always slightly different between two or two or three services. They never. It doesn't seem like they don't. There's no agreed standard. And then like some and someone do even we even saw different ratio. So just to navigate all that, I mean, the developers with developing, I think, yeah, our main developers genius like he's always it's um that's why we've been, we've been working on it for quite a time i think the solution itself is over a year old so it's it took some time and then we are always have to adjust something to it so i mean kudos to our team yeah for sure that that seems like a, a massive undertaking to to yeah. be able i mean especially nowadays with so many different screen sizes and resolutions and i mean granted the bandwidth has gotten more but like the videos have gotten bigger as well so it, it definitely seems like a pretty crazy feat to to be able to construct yeah yeah i mean like yeah we're pretty proud of it i mean like even now you still have to fiddle with it because if the service changes something then we have to adapt to it so but then the the extension itself is free, like everyone can use it. But you know, with the um with Omnium, you can probably you have more access to different stuff. But yeah, that's why probably we have a, a huge community within Korea because the people, a lot of people, are actually watching, um, using it. That's awesome. How has the adoption for Terra been going in that community? Are they pretty receptive to it? It is kind of interesting. Like I think before there was more reluctance to it because, I mean. Like there are so many words out there, that, and then it's it's quite loud. So you get kind of like I don't know, kind of a bit of a hesitance to adopt to it. You just have this certain idea, but then because we talk to each other all the time, they just kind of feel like if that person is talking about it, it couldn't be all weird weird stuff. So they watch tutorials, they they watch even the Lunatune. If you just feel like, oh, these people are not weirdos, or these people are not <laughs> really, you know, different, and then did you just kind of feel like it couldn't be? It must make it must be something. So you look it up, or we help us, we help them to look it up, and then they become, you know, more involved. And then I think usually when that happens, it's the best case. Like everyone's understand each other, and like you get like a new co- not combat. It sounds weird, but the newcomers are more. You know, exact. You know, exciting and enthusiastic. Yeah. Are, so when that happens, it's it's the best. I think. Do do they all love Doquan down there? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like from I don't know because I'm quite um only aware uh, with the Twitter. It feels like he's like walking in um Gangnam like as a Godzilla type of figure. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that pictures yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, maybe he appears only like 3 a.m. in a certain area. You have to you have to stand in a certain point in the park to he he just materialize. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave the handkerchief on the mailbox so you know yeah, I need yeah. a chat. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, yeah, you could tap three times and he might appear. And just, <laughs> you know, leave a leave a tweet and then just disappear. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. I remember mm-hmm. one of the first spaces I recorded, he popped into it and like the first words out of his mouth are, I'm a little drunk, so don't listen to anything I say. And then just starts like laying out a bunch of cool shit. It, it was pretty epic. It is a bit, I mean, it's very much real, but there is a mystical quality to it. It makes yeah. it fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So that's that. I, yeah. It's like a, not an old man, but just kind of, 
yeah, someone just kind of pops up and is just floating around the cloud and that kind of stuff. That's that's my image. The, of it. the the stuff legends are made of and and definitely awesome documentaries. I feel like and, and movies for sure. I mean, it, it feels like I mean, like we said, because we maybe because we are a bit early. Like it feels like we are living in a legendary time. Like <laughs> history is going to remember us for whatever we did. Yeah, there be dragons too. I mean, it doesn't get much more legendary than that. We have popcorn and dragons, so I, I'm here for it. It's exciting, and then we are looking for like a long road ahead, and then that's why everybody is kind of, you know, not just shouting, but just kind of having fun, but looking for you know more opportunities. I think that's what's better. That's about Terra. Everyone's engaged and fun. Yeah, and I, I think projects like yours, too, are super important in this space just because of how hyperactive everybody is and people get yeah. super focused on charts. And it's good to have distractions in your yeah. day to to get away from the charts. And, like, if you're not going outside, at least, like, come and watch a movie or something. Like, get you, it's I don't think it's super healthy to, to be so emotionally tied to the up and down of the charts. I mean, sure, on green days, it's great, but on red days, man crypto twitter is like a mess <laughs> i mean but entertainment is like part of it entertainment is part of your life like if you i mean i we know everyone is living in this um you everyone you, i know we know that you are not doing something else so if you're going to live in this space live a full life i think that's yeah maybe that's can be a good appeal Definitely, definitely. Well, hey, it's been amazing chatting with you guys. I'm glad you reached out. Is there anything you want to mention about the project that we maybe glossed over or we didn't have a chance to mention? Any dates or anything you want to get out for, for other movie nights that are happening? Uh, we probably like Lunatun is the best, uh, biggest thing. We have the we are getting the story submission. Like it just has to be one sentence, and then like till twenty seventh this month. So you can just um mention us uh, Terra Movie Club and then hashtag Lunatun and then just give us your <laughs> whatever happened to you. Oh, cool! And you're <laughs> yeah, doing you're... that on Twitter, or is that something in yeah. the Discord? Yeah, you can just understand via Twitter. Oh, it's perfect. Gonna be, it's, yeah, I'm having good fun reading it. So it's, yeah. Not not just for my amusement, but for everybody's. You can share it to everybody, and then I think people will like it. So, and then we're gonna we're gonna make it into Luna Tune, like a drawn by the same amazing artist. And then we you will get the the winning story. We are picking seven stories, and the winning story will get a twenty percent of the NFT sales profit. And then also if there's a resale, also loyalty. And then we're also donating two percent of the proceeds to Angel Protocol also. And then, yeah, mostly to have, it's just going to be cool to make your story to NFT and then everybody can see it. That's so, awesome. I just want to make my story into a, an animation like that just because I think it would be super funny. Oh, <laughs> you waking it. up and then farming, killing the field and all yeah, that. Yeah, and then like getting behind the microphone and recording and all that. Oh, man. Dude, that, yeah, I could I just have my own storyline in there. I might, I might have to come chat with you guys about that. Yeah, I think that would be super cool. We had a good one. We were recording the other night with uh, one of the Boomer onboarders, and he couldn't figure out how to exit the Discord voice chat. And I, I <laughs> saved that piece of audio because it was so funny. And I just pictured somebody animating him, like, trying to figure out how to exit the voice chat. It was so good. <laughs> oh, I have uh, this image of somebody trying to find an invisible door. Oh, <laughs> just kind of trapped there. That's so great. I'm, I'm going to start saving more of these clips and send them over to you guys and see if you can have them animated. We could do some special collab NFTs for uh, for Angel. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, the trap boomer. That sounds cool. <laughs> It's so good. He just sounds so lost in his voice, and like he knows he's embarrassed, but he like he just wants to exit the call. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds precious. Like this kind of precious moment, bit of better sheriff. Yeah, for cool. real. That's what I thought. He got a good laugh out of it. <laughs> like if I'm, I mean, I'm taking yeah. the time to edit this audio anyway. I might as well save all the fun clips I'm not including in the chats. <laughs> yeah, for history, like like a customer perspective. Yeah. You you know you are doing your time capsule. It's a historical moment that's of right. the trap boomer. That's very I the, think. the happy ones and the not so happy ones. All moments yeah. are recorded. Yeah. All time capsules, and then you know, might also because we're in a legendary time, this is going to be important. So you might as well. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, Gina and Ken, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been a great chat. Check out all of their stuff over on TerraMovieClub.com. Uh, follow the Twitter, Twitter.com/TerraMovieClub, and uh, yeah, there's a, a cool loop article about the Luna Tunes. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can check it out. And remember, you have till the 27th. Uh, hop on their Twitter or join the Discord and let them know your your little story, and maybe it'll get animated. And <laughs> then you so tonight much, you have yeah. the the movie thing tonight with Cosmic Perspective. Yes, yes, it's going to be in a couple of hours. It's going to be fun. Okay, cool. I don't know if I'll have this up before that comes out, but I, I sure will try. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. I'm I'm a big fan. It's 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 been really fun. Awesome. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me today. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We'll thank we'll you. see you guys in, in the Discord and on Twitter. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Terraspaces.org is where you can find all these shows. Got a schedule up there so you can see what you want to tune into throughout the week. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of great content coming up, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, for Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Appreciate you all listening. We'll talk to you later. One, Mr. Do or Die, suiting up hungry like a broke Iron Man, stunting for the country. It's all lovely on the day got the call. It was time to ship out, done waiting on y'all. Isolation on the pilot ship was a fucking cakewalk. He was made for the rush. When it's time to find a planet, who they gonna send? How the fuck you think you gonna handle the descent? About to fall asleep for 20 years. Are we there yet? Creeping where no one's ever crept.